the award-winning Mercedes-Benz Vito invites you to get this with Tony Martin and Santo Chilaro. Yes, good morning, everybody. Thanks for joining us as we launch a radio taper dong on four Australian capital cities. Hey, we've got Genesis today. Oh. That'll stop him from turning over. <laughs> Plus, uh, all the usual rubbish. Political correctness gone mad. What's on the net? Ed Cavalier lost in New York. It's all coming up right around Australia on Get This, the program that has this week doubled its podcasting output. Our message is that this is a very provocative act and uh, we uh, would hope that they would uh, cease and desist from these kind of provocative acts. This is an extremely uh, worrying development. Whatever their motivation, there is nothing positive to be gained out of this. That's enough out of you, cold chisel forever now. It's get this right around the nation on Triple M. Good morning, everybody. Myself, Tony Martin, Richard Marsland. How's it going, Tony? What have you uh, done? What are you on? What am I? What do you, how do you mean? I don't mean uh, illicit <laughs> substances. Okay, I'm high on life. But Some kind of TV program. People tell me if you go to the internet movie database yeah. and you look up your page, you're a smart-ass kid oh. in some old Australian film. No, I think I'm officially class wag in... Uh, <laughs> remember the Winners series on the ABC? Sort of. Well, one of them was filmed in South Australia by Mario Andriacchio and uh, was written by Morris Gleitzman called Second Childhood. And I had to pipe in with a couple of smart-ass comments from the back of the room and I actually appeared on the cover of the book. Which was really nice. Class wag. I was about 14. <laughs> so, hey, nice. I recognise that sound. It's Sando Chilauro. Good morning. <laughs> he was the Hoon advisor on Triple M years ago. And that was my cousin Enrico on piano accordion. <laughs> Since you came in last and we played a lot of that yeah. old uh, gear from nearly 20 years ago, we've had so many requests. I'm going to have to get into the archives. <laughs> Did you do a Seekers album or something? Did you do a Midnight um, Oil album? There, yeah, there was... All, no, there Bags was not, are burning or something? What were you up to? An accord, and that, something about the accordions burning, because it's just beds are burning, accordions burning. It's about the same amount of syllables, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Where have you been? Germany. I've been to Germany. Doing a proper World Cup update for actual radio programs. For radio programs, I've been writing a few things. I've been corresponding. It's 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 been It's been a dream. How can I say... Come true? Come true, yes. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I started channeling Gino then at a certain point. But it was one of those things where um, um, I, I, I've been going to World Cups before, as you know, Tony. Yes. And I've always dreamt of Australia being there because I've always had to follow Italy because... Right. You, you, so do you barrack second. for both sides? No, no, or? no, no, no. Once, you're, once your team is there, it's right. like forget about all the others. So to see Italy play... Uh, Australia, it absolute dream come true. I couldn't believe it was actually happening. I cried. I did all right. that stuff. Now I don't know anything about soccer, so okay. I'm just uh, buying the line that uh, Italy cheated. Uh, what actually <laughs> happened? What was the real deal there? Otto Fisterer was involved. <laughs> oh, bet he was. No, Fister cuffs ensued. What happened is, yeah, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of talk that there was there was a penalty at the end that shouldn't have been given, Tony. Mm. That, that's that's mm. surely you've heard that. So the, you can't just go to the footage and retrospectively change things. You can't go. No, well, you look, can't clearly, go, no, can't go to the third umpire and say, right. no, that didn't happen. But it, it, I've seen a few World Cups and World Cup refereeing is all about evening up. And what had happened was earlier in the game, a red card had been given to an Italian guy right. and the referee was just evening up. At the, okay. at the end of the game, I saw some of the Italian players and they, and they said it wasn't a penalty, but it, it was given because we knew that we had get, got a, a red card unfairly last mm. time. I see. But can I tell you, when I went to, uh, I went to all the Australia games and 
because I was a uh, media correspondent, I I was able to see the players after the game. Oh yes. So, it was after the Croatia game, which is possibly the greatest game that Australia's ever played because it mm. it got us to the final sixteen. It'll right. go down in history as possibly one of the great games. So I'm sitting, I'm sitting there, you know, just watching the players go by. There's a tear in my eye, all that kind of stuff. I was just pretty overcome. I'm I'm talking with a uh, with a photographer, and I feel this big hand come on my shoulder. I turn around, and it's Mark Faduka, captain of the Australian right, team. Right, I turn around. Mark, how are you going? Oh, mate, you here, mate? I was just thinking about you the other day and you're here, mate. Oh, fantastic. That's just great that you're here. That's fantastic. I'm going, Mark, I've got to tell you, I'm just, at right this moment, it's 20 minutes since we've qualified, you know, since you've led Australia to, you know, the final 16 glory. I'm overcome. Can I tell you what it's like to feel Australian today? I'm proud of you. We're all proud of you. All Australia's proud of you. And he's looking at me, giving me the wind-up. He's just nodding. He's just going, yeah, yep, yep, yep. And I'm going, so that's all I wanted to say. He goes, mate, do you have any Late Show tapes on you? Is that right? Now, there was something about this in the paper. He was trying yeah. to track down the Late Show. What, yeah. he's just a big barge-ass fan? Well, I think he's a fan of everything because I'm standing there going, I'm, with a tear in my eye, going, yes. hang on, Mark. We, we've just qualified for the final 16. He goes, mate, we are going nuts in camp. We need, you got the castle? You got anything? You got anything on you? And there's me going, I, I, don't, I don't usually carry around stuff, you know, as I travel around the world. I mean, he's going, oh, mate, because we need, can you send something to me, please? Anyway, he, he gets ushered off by the press conference guy to, to meet the international uh, uh, TV people. There's, yes. there's a whole section with all the cameras pointing at it. He walks there. The cameras start flashing and switching on. He makes a U-turn, comes back and says, mate, that sketch you did when you went to your uncle's place, that was an absolute killer, mate. I still get people asking me about that. That's like that. 13 years ago or something. Yeah. How is that bloke travelling these days? He, well, he's not. Oh, is <laughs> it really? No, he's passed on to, oh, a, sorry, to, to, a, to a different brightly coloured lounge, <laughs> <laughs> lounge room in the sky somewhere. Oh, God. <laughs> no, no, but he's fine. I mean, he, that, was, um, that was the man I officially uh, called Uncle Alberto. Yeah. A wonderful guy. No, no, his wife and his family still live in Glenroy in the house. Wow, yeah, it's with, now a mausoleum. It, it, well, in, well, it's, it's, I, I don't think they've, they've repainted over the top of the fake logs on the, um, <laughs> on the outside of the, of the balconies. It's and uh, certainly the the the, um, the, uh, the Michelangelo type ceiling is still there, <laughs> hasn't been retouched. People constantly just yell stuff from the late show to me, and all I think of is what we were wearing. Uh, yes, <laughs> well, it's the worst part. You want to put something on and go, "Hey, check this thing out." We oh, was acid watch that color? I, do, I It's so. It's what the, the year is two thousand and six. You're in a train in Germany or wherever you go in Germany, and people are quoting late show stuff, and you're going, "Has my life since then be, been so insignificant?" <laughs> It's almost like my friends at uni going, I, I remember you when you used to be funny. Oh, <laughs> and you're going, hang on, university reviews? That's 20 years ago. Now, you say that they're looking for tapes of stuff like that. Is that because of the bizarre quality of German television? Because every time he called Ed Cavalier, he was watching some kind of strip show on at midnight. <laughs> there, they, there is, I, I think, I, I, strangely enough, I caught up with a beef with Billy Brownless. And he summed oh, yeah, it up. Yeah. He, 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 he said, uh, it's... Germany is uh, piss, pork and porn. <laughs> that's, that's, that's all it is. <laughs> piss, pork and porn. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what we're offering today. You want to stick around for more of that, Sano? I'd love to. Can I, and I'll tell you all about my German trip as well. Should I tell you about that? Let's no, do no, that. No, but after, yeah. All right, I'll get this. It's get this. 
on Triple M. That's Afterglow in excess right around the country. Morning, everybody, if you're just joining us. Sandra Chalaro, just back from Germany, is our co-host this morning. What's been happening, Tony? I've, I've only just got back. I know nothing. I just know... I think we've put a moratorium on using the phrase turkey slapping, but if you've never heard oh. that phrase before, you will in the next few days. Sorry, I've been eating in Germany, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sounds like something on a German menu, but I might talk about that later. Never order the slap turkey <laughs> if you're going to a German restaurant. <laughs> Uh, John, latest... John, John Howard's bandit, apparently. <laughs> won't allow it. <laughs> Good on him. Here, get out of the pool. Get this. Uh, what have we got here? I've, I've lost all my notes, but you've heard about the Mistress of Disguise, obviously. Oh, she was around before I even left. I noticed the papers are determined to dub her the catch-me-if-you-can bandit. But that's See, been that, done. That, you, you can only be catch-me-if-you-can killer. That's, surely the alliteration only works there. And she, has, <laughs> she hasn't gone that far yet. Not, <laughs> not yet. Maybe one of her... Oh, no, I, sh- I can't say anything. <laughs> It's legal trouble. Of course not. Uh, what has happened? So she's... Well, the latest was that she was living with a policeman, engaged to a policeman. She'd been issued with a gun by the Victorian police. <laughs> Somehow just walked into a police station in disguise, said, I'll be needing a gun. They've handed one over. It's all in the paper today. Uh, it says that the copper who she was on with, uh, they're expecting a child, a young disguised baby. <laughs> what else she'd... Oh, it's, look, it's just a... But catch me if you can, kitty. <laughs> He'll be born. Where is he? <laughs> Somewhere in here. But that is going to be a fantastic telly movie. Oh, yeah, already. I can see it, yep. Move over the Todd and Brandt telly movie. What else has been going on? Uh, oh, look. I've got something in here. You've heard about... Uh, oh, look. Big news. Sophie Monk. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> we tackle the big ones here. Why do you... Lose? <laughs> Sophie <laughs> Monk is setting Tinseltown alight, scoring another lead in a big-budget comedy. Mm. Something to do with, uh, is it like a Saturday Night Live? A lot of people from that show. Oh, it could well be good. Yeah. It's with Parker Posey. It's called Spring Breakdown. Okay. But what do they mean, another, another lead? That's what I was about to say. Have I, <laughs> I've only been away for two weeks. Has something been released? She's in that Adam Sandler film. I haven't seen that. Mm. But it looks to me like she's just standing next to David Hasselhoff for a couple of shots. Right. And was she in that other one, the date movie? How long was she in that for? One scene, I think. One scene. See, I love that when you get someone like Holly Valance and there'll be promos for weeks on CSI, Holly Valance. Yeah. <laughs> tears the screen apart. It was actually her talk outline. <laughs> <laughs> she was in it for about 15 seconds. She walked out of a nightclub, got run over. <laughs> there you go. She was the talk outline. Setting the screen alight. Other big there stories. There was tape put around it. <laughs> Victoria's uh, woman in the bootcase was uh, big news a few months ago. Yes, it was. The Age in Melbourne has pointed out something fantastic. Seven News on uh, Tuesday night interviewed the first wife of the bloke involved in the woman in the bootcase. Okay, yeah. And look, they've interviewed her just sitting next to an open car oh, boot. Oh, no. Jeez. <laughs> Because I was about to make a joke, and then I've, and then you've held that up. You're kidding. The actual news have done that. Oh my god, that's good. I'm trying to think <laughs> good of idea. Where should we do this? <laughs> Hang on, I've got an idea. I can't think of a tasteful one. Uh, god, what else has been going on? See, current affairs. Um, you know, obviously, Frontline. Uh, is, is that part of the syllabus now? The it, it certainly was. I don't know whether it still is, Tony. I've, I've, I've lost track, but it certainly was part of the uh, VCE, uh, HSC, hmm. Year 12. Yeah. In the days that you did Frontline, the, uh, I always say the difference was the current affairs programs were sort of pretending to be 
actual current affairs programs, were yes, they? Yes, yeah, <laughs> that's right. It's sort of been abandoned, that idea now, hasn't it? It's, I believe the word mutton dressed as mutton <laughs> comes to mind. There's, you know, there's a lot of uh, political correctness gone mad, seems to be yes. the main topic of current affairs programs these days. Yes. Uh, I've got an example here. This is one that I recorded off TV. Listen, can you hear that? Mm-hmm. That humming? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's a dustbuster. Oh. That's been stuck up my ass for two and a half weeks now, and what do you know, during that time, the warranty's expired. Oh. And you can understand his frustration, can't you? Now, if you needed further proof of how political correctness is being taken to ridiculous extremes, how about this? This is Dr Dick Fanny Von Bessie, not his real occupation. The notorious Nazi pornographer and arms dealer banned from over 55 countries and the subject of 19 competing extradition orders on charges of extortion, sexual enslavement and supplying an unfeasible quantity of alcohol to a minor. Here's Dr Von Bessie clearing customs at Sydney Airport on Thursday of last week. You'll notice no one bats an eyelid as this self-confessed baby trader, genocidal maniac and musical plagiarist strides unhindered through the arrivals lounge, past ordinary Aussie battlers completely oblivious to his history of drug abuse, stock fraud and a depraved adherence to a code of sexual behaviour abandoned centuries ago due to the high rate of asphyxiation. But look again, someone spotted him. There's a murmur in the crowd. He's being taken aside. Could it be because this unrepentant harbinger of filth, manslaughter and black market ballistics just happens to be wearing a T-shirt depicting a harmless Enid Blyton gollywog? Yes, it seems no one is safe from the forces of political correctness. Did our diggers fight and die on the Kokoda Trail to protect a society where a simple lunatic with a string of psychosexual episodes, failed businesses and botched transgender surgeries to his credit can no longer wear a shirt depicting an innocent child's nursery story? Today, Dr Dick Fanny Von Bessie. Tomorrow, who knows who the ideological thought police and their squad car of political correctness will choose to mow down next? Probably a young child. Yes, does that mean if your name is Dick, Fanny or Bessie that the political correctness squad is going to ask you to change your name? Well, if you know of any other cases of political correctness gone mad, please leave the details on our website. Dear Today Tonight, I'm sitting here typing you an email in the nude. As nude as I was in my office this evening when I was shocked to see my secretary recoil in horror as I merely offered to open a door for her. I shudder to think of what our Aussie diggers would think of a land where the armed forces of political correctness have caused a simple act of noble, if bollock-naked chivalry to be rendered offensive. (laughs) I'm sure the young madam will see reason, and possibly my genitals, when Dame Political Correctness is finally and rightfully ushered from the room. Yours in remand, concerned viewer. Get this. Deemed so controversial, they've been pulled off the air, but are they any more offensive than Big Brother? For the award-winning Mercedes-Benz Vito on Triple M. Let's get this on Triple M. I know that sound. That's Genesis. Don't deny it, Richard Marsland. It is, isn't it? (laughs) See you soon. Yes, that is Genesis's Triple M. Get this right around the nation. Brought to you by... The award-winning Mercedes-Benz Vito.
It's your fancy-ass van. That's what it is. There's no denying it. But for a normal van price. You can't veto the veto, son. That's what I like to say. I was waiting for someone to say that. <laughs> I had to. That's my gig. Senator Chilaro is with us. My dad's called Vito. Is he? <laughs> yeah, he is. Does he have incredible leg room and great fuel economy? He does, actually. <laughs> a number of bizarre safety features? They've plagiarised him. I'll bet they have. Sue Mercedes. It's the van of the year. That's mm. what it is. Mm. Not the second best van of the year or fifth. It's the actual van of the year. Time to cross now to a man who's been competing with our friend Snato Garo here. For the most informed World Cup update on radio, Ed Cavalier, live from Chelsea in New York. What do you mean he's not there? Yeah, we can't. Nicky? He's not there? Yeah, he's not answering. He's got the answering machine on. Oh, let's give him a call. Maybe he would absolutely know that the nation is waiting for (laughs) hot-off-the-griddle updates. Wow. What is going on in the World Cup centre? Well, at the moment... No, come on, Tony. Italy's (laughs) playing... uh, Who are they playing? They're playing France in the the final on Monday morning. On Monday. That's the next one. Right. So between now and then... No, there is is a game. There's a a, a third and fourth playoff between uh, Germany and Portugal. Now, did you um, see much of... uh, Are we dialing there? Yeah. I I, I only spoke... I I was supposed to catch up with him over there. He just wasn't around. (laughs) I don't think he's... What's his story? He was in Germany for less than 24 hours. He called me from Prague and then... I was literally on the plane and he called me, like, after the Italy versus Australia game. As if, hang on, is it? Oh, that's Josh. You know what to do. Record <laughs> your message after the tone. To send a numeric page, press 5. When you are finished recording, hang up, or for delivery options, press 9. Get on with it. Hello? Uh, Ed, the song's finished. <laughs> it was Genesis. It's us, Australia. We're waiting for more nuggets of information about the World Cup. And, Ed, it's me, Santo, here. Um, you left a couple of messages for me. Um, you're still waiting on the corner of Ulm and Yuchtenstein? Because <laughs> you, ha- you didn't roll up. Ed, several of your ex-girlfriends have called. Now that you're on the radio, they want to move in with you. <laughs> that sounds like a joke. But that's, that's what true. his life is like. Right. That's right. I'm talking about it on the radio, Ed. Call us or I'll reveal more details of your elaborate romantic encounters. Obviously, someone can't just pick up no. when it's a mobile camera. No, it'd be nice, though. All right. I'm interested in the delivery options. He'll... <laughs> Oh, there we go. Hello. We've used up all the tape. That's what the station needs here for when we talk too long. Beep. Just bring that in. I was trying to catch up with him over there. I wanted to have a meal with him or something. Yeah. And he just... <laughs> That's the best way to get him, usually. <laughs> well, actually, you, have, you might, mightn't have been to Germany, Tony. Maybe a meal in Germany is probably not the best way to catch up with somebody. Could I have less umlauts with my gestinkel? Honestly, I, I, have eaten, I have eaten schnitzel that belong on the nose of the space shuttle. They are impenetrable... <laughs> They are impervious to anything at all. They're vulcanised. Oh, my God. I, Trevor Marmalade and I ate at a place called the Visas Brow House. Trevor Marmalade overseas? I know. It's I really just weird. cannot picture that. I, I just know. imagine that he lives at that... At that bar. ...mantelpiece that he well, leads we, on. We spent two or three hours out, and then he said, oh, I might go back to the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> we were staying at the place called the Bogan House. <laughs> really? <laughs> Trevor and I at the Bogan House.
Oh, look. The Bogenhausen, it was called. We're just not providing we, enough we content. We ate at a restaurant that, <laughs> whose motto, I swear, is, remember, the best parts are the offals. <laughs> That's also the catchphrase for this program. Uh, all right, well, since uh, it isn't on the phone and we feel the need to keep the content a-coming, uh, here's something I want to try out on you. Do you like the wildlife documentary, Sando? I love them. I love them. Information about whales. I always love to hear what the whales are up to. Have a listen to this. In the Pacific Ocean, male humpback whales announce themselves to females with a song. Recognise that song? Even on the ocean's floor, you cannot escape Brian Adams. That's not true. <laughs> Surely. I take that I off saw the that Discovery Net, for real. We don't doctor anything on this program. I might just mention the podcast. We've got two podcasts this week. We've got the normal bacon-filled podcast. Mm. That's going up at midday today, is it, Nikki? Yes. That is so chockers. Nothing with music in it, though, mm. or music that we couldn't clear with the lawyers. We don't want any Jonestown-style trouble on this program. <laughs> but it's just chockers. There's so much stuff in there. So much crap is being talked. But then, mm -hmm. the Burt cast. A separate, whole nother, nearly 40 minutes worth of Burt Newton crapping on on this program last yeah. week. So it's, it's a podcast, birdcast. <laughs> Take your choice. What other show is offering you that? Other shows, little two-minute bits. Three-minute bits. Us, 42 minutes worth of podcast. This is value for money. This always, always striving for quantity. That's what this program is about. <laughs> Uh, Have you noticed my 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 breath is 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 beautiful this morning? Have you? Minty fresh. No, fisterine. <laughs> <laughs> what was the problem with Otto Fister? Why didn't he come through with the goods the way that we were hoping? He just wasn't good enough. You know, when I grew up, when I was growing up in in this particular town, there was my favourite player for a, a team called Brunswick Inventors was a guy called Uli Fisterer. Uli Uli Fisterer. There was an extra, there, yeah, there was not just Fister. <laughs> there was the Fister and an Ur at the end, so it was a Fister Ur. Oh, we could cut I him. I don't into. know what's on. Uh, Otto just didn't, he didn't cut the mustard this time. If Uli Fister wants to call us, we'd be quite happy to record some songs about him. All right, there's no sign of Ed Cavalier. Yeah. I hope he's all right. He's in Chelsea. That's a dangerous part of New mm. York. He'll be getting around in leather pants with the buttocks cut out right now. <laughs> There'll be a plaque outside a hotel saying, Ed Cavalier <laughs> stayed here. Oh, my God. Well, there it is. Today's World Cup update. Here it get this. That's the fray over my head here at Get This on Triple M, right around the nation. Santa Chalaro sitting in with us. And remember, the best parts are the offals. <laughs> Never forget that. If you're in Munich, go to the Visas Brauhaus where you can have pork's liver. But not just any pork's liver, it's sour pork's liver. <laughs> not just the sweet stuff. Or you can have calf lung, sour as well. Calf lung? Yeah. Or number 149, the goose lard. <laughs> and I, I, honestly, Nikki, Nikki punched it up on the, on, the, on, the, on the web. You can actually go to the menu, wiesesbrauhaus.de, and it's hilarious. You've got, you, it, it is a hilarious menu. You can get calf's head, calf's feet. They actually cook every part of the beast. There, there's actually um, a, a, a refreshing cattle soup. There is, it's cattle soup. 
<laughs> wow, that sounds great. Visis, W E I S E S dash Brow House, which is a beer house. Jeez, it, it should have yeah. seen Trevor and I. We were sitting there going, What are we going to eat here? There's it's never been a better time for German food. Cow udder fried with tartare sauce. Uh, I could murder a cow udder. <laughs> <laughs> what about brains? Do they have brains? They have brain. I'm telling you, every single part of the beast is slaughtered and eaten. I cannot the beast ever. Is slaughtered and then all the stuff is cooked. Brains can't cop the brains. I always think, you know, what if they're still thinking? <laughs> <laughs> they're thinking, I'm being eaten. <laughs> Stop swallowing me. That's not on. Uh, I've just got to mention the passing of a, a great Australian, John Hind, yes. the film critic who was uh, 92. He, I remember him, uh, John Hind on the ABC, it was that thing where he never liked to bag a movie. No, never. And one night I noticed in the uh, TV guide he was having to show a double feature and I think it was uh, Letter to Three Wives, proper film, and then Breakfast in Paris, the classic Australian... Um, oh, that one. Oh, oh I know. How would you describe it? Rod Mullinar's in it. That's it's, a it's, thumbs up. It's Pacific Banana set in Paris. It is. It? <laughs> it's from the guy who made Pacific Banana, John Lamont. Right. And I remember him telling, I met John Lamont, and he goes, yeah, when the script was written, it was breakfast in dot, 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 <laughs> and we are just we were going to fill in wherever we could get contra to. <laughs> <laughs> but so John, uh, so John Hind was having to, to throw, I'm going, how is he going to say something good? Mm about Breakfast in Paris. Like, even he, has, he's going to have to break his rule and bag a movie. And? He's come out with, um, Tonight we've got a great double feature. A Letter to Three Wives is one of the finest melodramas of the 20th century. The same cannot be said <laughs> of Breakfast in Paris. And that's it. <laughs> that was as near oh, as he got beautiful. to bagging a film. So, uh, oh, God rest him. That's great. Goodbye, John Hind. He was also extremely amusing in an episode of uh, Blah, Blah, Blah. Remember Andrew Denton's old show? Yes. Blah, yes, Blah, Blah. Yes, was funny in that. And uh, back in the days before Andrew Denton turned into Michael Aspel. But uh, <laughs> do we have a sound effect, a certain sound... <laughs> I think oh, that means... just before it's been slaughtered. <laughs> <laughs> just before. The internet is full of German cuisine, but what else is it full of? People love getting on the internet and buying stuff. Have you yes. noticed that? Well, I'll tell you what, there's a few Australians buying tickets on the internet in Germany. Oh. Lots of uh, eBay action. Is that dodgy? Is there something dodgy yeah, about that? Yeah, my cousin got stung something chronic. Mm, how much? Don't... He, I, I, he doesn't probably want to hear... His parents don't want to hear it. Could buy you a lot of calf brains. Yes, the kind of Deutschmarks they're uh, asking for. A lot, People... his, a lot of his money got sent to Western Union and he d didn't get tickets back. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, it happens. I mean, it's got nothing to do with eBay or anything. It's got to do with the people that... Oh. The, the shysters that it, when it comes to tickets and stuff like that there's all sorts of stuff on eBay people are selling the notes from the Azaria Chamberlain case that's gone up there today okay people are Chappelle Corby's hair is mm. on the internet did you hear about that? What? she cut all her hair off and buried it Yes. In what was uh, described by uh, onlookers as a strange religious ceremony, but what I'm calling a half-hearted escape attempt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically, that's part of you tunnelling out, isn't Tunnel it? <laughs> <laughs> so that's now up there. R Renee Lawrence went back and dug it up and <laughs> made a suit out of it and then later put it onto the internet. What else is on there? Nicole Kidman's wedding, bits of, you know, yeah. cake and uh, invitations and things right. like fetching five grand on the mm. internet. Have We bought something off eBay. We bought... This is how much we 
45 bucks. That's what we spent yeah, on? on the soundtrack album to the classic Australian movie Heaven Tonight, featuring Guy Pearce singing songs like this. That's Video <laughs> Rodney. Is that him? Or is he in the film? That's him. Five bucks is what we had to bid for that. Jeez. You put your head in the lion's mouth, Santo, while wow. you're living in a glass house, yes. uh, while you're leaping into the dark, yes. while you're standing on the brink. What's that? Is that the... the That's the lyrics of the song. It's a well, night... Have to have sung, uh, that, would, that would have been a great theme for uh, Memento. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but he would have had to sing it backwards. <laughs> Uh, that's what we want today from you. What have you got off the internet? Have you bought something? Have you found something? Have you unearthed something? Uh, did it used to belong to Chappelle Corby? Anything at all. That's what we'll take. You know what we're like. Call us now at Talkback Mountain one triple three five three. That's the Bloodhound Gang here at Get This with Bad Touch. Correct. Uh, what have we got? We've got people on the line, have we? We certainly do for Talkback Mountain. What a treat. Still no sign of Ed, but we have uh, actual people from the real world waiting to talk to myself, Richard, and Santo Chilaro. What have you found on the internet? What have you bought? Who's going first? Uh, Melinda, are you there? Yes. Uh, go ahead. What have you found on the internet? Well, first of all, let me say I've never, ever bought anything off the internet before. Right. But I thought I would try and buy Robbie Williams tickets. Yes. We lined up to get them and missed out, so we found some on eBay that were the same price. They weren't asking anything extra, which probably, looking back, was a bit sus. But anyway, we sent the money off, and we never got the tickets. Oh, what a lucky break. Uh, yes. Sorry, pardon me. Oh, yeah, you should meet my cousin, Albert. He's got, he did the same thing with the soccer tickets. Oh, it's terrible. How do you... It's, you feel awful, don't you? I do. I feel... I can't believe people would do that. And Why would they do that? There's yeah. no way to get any kind of refund, is there? No. The money... We Apparently, we can get some money back from eBay, but I don't care about the money. Mm. I just want the Robbie tickets. Oh! Can so. we offer any kind of substitution on this program? What have we got, Nikki, in the price cupboard? <laughs> I'll find something. Signed photograph of James Blunt? Any use to you? <laughs> oh, sounds lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Not really Sorry. the same, but anyway. All right. Because I've never bought stuff from eBay, but I've occasionally bought something secondhand through Amazon. Oh, yeah. And if it doesn't arrive, mm-hmm. they just refund your money. Well, so they're, they're good people over there at Amazon. That's what, what you need. You need mm. some sort of middleman, <laughs> some sort of broker for your Robbie Williams tickets. All right, thank you, Melinda. We've got Melissa now. Melissa, are you there? I am. What have you bought? Um, I actually sell stuff on eBay. Oh, right. Is there... And I've you, actually got a shop on there. But you're a reliable vendor. I am. <laughs> so how does that work? You've got a shop... Sorry, you've I, got a shop in the street? No, no. I have a virtual <laughs> shop right, called okay. Bella Baby. Okay. And I actually sell stuffed toys, and you would not believe how the Americans love them. Americans love stuffed toys? Yep. Well, they I've love got, shooting at well, things. <laughs> well, you know how people love their dogs? Yeah. yeah. I've got stuffed toys that look like dogs. Wow. <laughs> wow. They are 60% of my sales every month. <laughs> um, have you ever heard of these uh, people called plushies, Melissa? Plushies? Uh, yeah, plushies. They're like mm. fetishists who get enjoyment from stuffed toys. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, it's a subculture. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. No, anyway. I haven't. Okay, great. So you're telling me I'm selling to these plushies, am I? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> you're giving a oh, lot well, of people... Oh, money's as good as anyone else's. A lot of pleasure. <laughs>
How do you know about this, Richard? Uh, you know, well, as you know, I used to do a sex show. So, oh, right. You know, occasionally some things would drift through the transom. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, I think that's too much information, really. <laughs> it certainly now is. I'm going to be wondering about all my customers. Richard's gone bright red, I will just say that. <laughs> we'll never look at Teddy Ruxpin in the same way again. <laughs> well, uh, plushies, if, you, <laughs> if you're looking for gear, we just, come on, give the address. What we'll, we'll go back to... <laughs> what was that? Is that a flashback? I don't know. So when we go back to a caller, we actually travel through time, do we now, Richard? I don't know what happened there. Okay, we've lost. All right. Okay, well, look out for that person on the internet. Corey is with us. Are you there, Corey? No, hang on. Terry. No, no, Corey. The harp screwed me up. Hello? Corey. Hello. Oh, good on you, Corey. What have you bought off the internet? Uh, a couple of years back, I brought Vanilla Ice's original album. Oh. <laughs> that sort of suggests there might have been a second one. Uh, no, they had the, um, the single, that Vanilla Ice, Ice Ice Baby single, and then he brought out this whole CD. Yeah, that's a single and, and an album, but there wasn't... Don't tell me there was a second album. Actually, there was. He did a, make a second album. Um, soundtrack. It was more rock, though. Yeah, it was uh, Cool as Ice, the movie soundtrack. Corey, oh, could, yeah. couldn't you just go See? to a record shop and buy it? What, why did you <laughs> no, I couldn't get... find it anywhere. Okay. Oh, man, I only you... paid $3 for it on the internet. It cost me more to pay for postage and handling. What does that say when it's 45 bucks for the Guy Pierce Video Rodney song? <laughs> only 3 bucks for Vanilla Ice. Yeah. That's a bit sad. You know, good value for money. Did you actually, was it Vanilla Ice himself? Was he the vendor? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> All the royalties went to him. <laughs> Straight out of the boot. All right, I think thank that you. put his sales up to three. <laughs> Can I ask, is it Corey Feldman or Corey Haim we're speaking to? No, Corey Haim, mate. <laughs> Good on you. All right, mate, I'm still wearing the sunglasses too. <laughs> At night. That's Corey Hart. We're confusing our Corys. Mm. Uh, do we have Debbie on the line? You there, Debbie? Yeah, I'm Tony. How are you going? Not bad. Say hello to Sando and Richard. Hi, Sando. Hi, Richard. How are you going? Debbie, what have you bought? Well, I had my birthday on Tuesday. Happy birthday! Thank yeah. you very much. And my darling husband um, bought me a book off, I'm not sure which site, but it was a book I've been looking for for over 20 years. Really? What was it? It was called Book Ends. It was made by Split Ends. came out in about pre-1980. Wow. And my mum that year asked me what I wanted for Christmas, and I said, Book Ends. So she bought me a pair of Book Ends, not the book. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> wow. So, yes, it's, um, yeah, it was worth the wait. And so what's, is this like a rare book? Yeah, it is. Uh, apparently, at the moment, there are only two copies available in Australia, two in New Zealand, and I've got one of the last in Australia. Wow. How many did they print? I'm um, not sure, but it was, I think it was mainly through um, Friends of the End, the fan club. All right. So, um, yeah. And so, what does it come with? Is there a set of spoons in there? Oh, no, just the <laughs> book, but it was well worth it. He's done very, very well. And what do you want for your next birthday, Deb? Oh, I don't know, but I have to... The bar has been set pretty high, so mm. um, I don't know. He, he reckons he's just going to rewrap it and give it to me. What about Noel Crombie? Would you like him? <laughs> I think you can bid for him on the internet. I'd rather have Neil Finn. <laughs> okay. We'll see what we can do. Uh, thanks to everyone. Have we got to go? Yes, another program is already commencing in a lot of states. Sando, thanks for popping in. It's a pleasure. I'd love coming in. More World Cup information in this hour than we've had in... Two and a half weeks. I didn't give too much. All I said was Italy's <laughs> playing France on Monday. I think that, that, was, than, that was the extent. That's way more than Ed's ever said. <laughs> Certainly more than he said today. I hope he's all right. <laughs> he's, he's, he needs to have. He'll he'll get back to Australia and Shannon Noble will be waiting with a song. <laughs> uh, do we have anything to plug? Yes, the podcast. It goes up at midday. The Birdcast is already up there. Thanks to everyone who took part today. And our key phrase today was... Remember, the offals are the best part. <laughs> <laughs>
And we'll be back tomorrow with Dave Graney. And it's all thanks to the award-winning Mercedes-Benz Vito.